1: I'm not Juliet, I'm...
0: <laughs> and I'm not Theo, and this is a podcast. We have to accepted. affirm who we are the not. Podcast, yes, we have to tell ourselves who we're not, just so we remember. Um, and today we're talking about Brady Slaughter. Yay. Yay! Now, if you don't recognize that name, that's fine because I didn't know who he was until um, recently. Um, but he is uh, six foot three and 185 pounds. A baseball-playing graduate of Milford High School in Ohio. Um, and he went on spring break in March 2020 after a pandemic had been declared. But before I talk more about Brady Sluter, let's talk about you, Theo. That's the most interesting part of the podcast. Yes. How has your week been?
1: My week has been great. It has been potty training. Puppy training, that is it. So if you want to talk about dog pee, I got all the stories for you. Nobody wants to hear it. Can
0: we put a picture of your puppy up on the website? Because he is just the cutest thing I've ever seen.
1: We can, as soon as I can get him to sit still long enough for a photo. (laughs) We're going to have to wait a couple of months for that, probably. Uh, He is the
0: cutest golden doodle on the planet.
1: He is very sweet, and I'm working on nicknames for him. Because in my family, you're not really... A living, breathing member of the family until you have a nickname that <laughs> is used see. only within the family, right? So I see. In my family, I'm Beaver. Ah! <laughs> I know, right? I and never knew I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you. I,
0: I never knew that. I can't believe it. 40
1: years and I didn't know that. Oh, well, so nobody calls me Beaver now, but when I was. <laughs> uh, Six and under, right? Because I remember Uh the trauma of going to first grade and telling Sister Christina that my name was Beaver, not Theodore, and that I needed to know how to write that. And she would not. We were working on... Learning our names and yeah, you know, and she blah, would blah, not blah, show you how
0: to write beaver.
1: Not for a second. And that witch hated me. And that's how Red I know whore. that Satanists are real because one of them taught me in the first grade. Um, oh,
0: they're all they're all Satanists. All those nuns—they were so evil. Most of them. Oh my God, they were awful. Unbelievably horrible. Awful. <laughs> I, Child abuse, right and left.
1: If I see a nun to this day, and I left Catholic <laughs> school in in the third grade. Well, I didn't leave it. My mother pulled us out of Catholic school and stuck us in regular school. Right. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I freeze up if I see a nun on the street. I'm like, oh, seriously, am I sitting up straight? Do I know. Am what I am doing I doing anything? wrong? Right. <laughs> I am waiting for that ruler to come <laughs> flying at me.
0: <laughs> Man. Well, so much for our traumas. Yes, exactly. And so much for my week.
1: What about you? How was your week, Ben? Been I
0: didn't, a typical pandemic week, I did absolutely nothing except work. Um, I have nothing to complain about and nothing to um, be happy about in particular, except that I survived another week without getting COVID. Um, I'm probably going to go to Arizona in early April if I get myself together enough, because um, I don't know when the vaccine is going to happen here for people my age um, without any any health issues. So I'm going to, I'm going to go to Arizona and try to get it there.
1: Um, since I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, little yeah. rural towns are the secret. If That's you have where to my drive house is. Two hours. Tiniest
0: town on the planet. Yep.
1: Well, and maybe, maybe because it's border patrol, there may, uh, because border patrol sort of like dominates that town. There may not uh-huh. be any vaccines available in that little town. Why not? But two because ta- well, they're all being used on border patrol.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Oh, I was thinking that that would make it that the there would be more vaccines available because border patrol was. Getting and there vaccinated. might be because.
1: But who knows? We'll see. What do I know about anything ever? Right. I uh, think that's really what nervous, we're learning in this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, good. I'm we've glad we've had an average week and that nothing horrible nothing happened, happened, and you know the good things are yet to come. I really feel that. I I feel like. Uh, by this summer. Oh my God. Yeah. I have to tell you. So I cried during Joe Biden's presidential speech, like several times. I was just sitting there and he would say something and I'd be like, oh my God, it's over.
0: Wow, Like
1: the hearing an insane maniac go on and on about how great he is, is over. This man is talking about actually getting things done that impact right. me directly um right and his empathy oh god i just couldn't anyway um we'll let it thank go thank god for joe biden thank god for joe biden and i never thought i was ever say those words. i know
0: it was never a big fan of joe biden but i mean compared to what happened before <laughs> oh, he's Jesus god
1: i fucking vote for the what's that mayor in mcdonald's called mayor, mayor McCheese. mccheese i vote for mayor Cheese <laughs> for president I, would
0: too. I think most of us would except the crazy ones who aren't listening to this podcast anymore anyway so
1: or are they <laughs> so might be hate listening we'll
0: find out maybe we'll get a review of some sort even if it's a bad one we'll get a review
1: <laughs> listen i'm just gonna put it out there right now anybody that reviews our podcast you're getting a review back
0: You're getting a free puppy. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) That's the bigger threat. You're right.
0: So Brady Sluder, as I mentioned, he's um, a baseball playing graduate of Milford High School in Ohio, and he went on spring break in March 2020 um, after, after a pandemic had been declared. And he said, uh, if I get corona, I get corona, he said in a March video, uh, March 19th, in a video that quickly went viral. Um, That same day, by the way, California had issued a statement, uh, a statewide stay-at-home order. Brady said, though, at the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned, two, three months, and we're just out here having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. Sluter, described by the Washington Post as an aspiring SoundCloud rapper, was recorded in Miami in a clip shown on various national media outlets, including the Today Show, uh, and his quote was reported later in the USA Today and the Washington Post. Uh, His video came amid backlash against Florida beachgoers who continued to pack the beaches, ignoring social distancing guidelines designed to stop the spread of the virus. Uh, And as the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, not one of my favorite people, was criticized for not closing the state's public beaches during spring break, as well as refusing to issue a statewide stay-at-home order. Molly, a student at the University of Pittsburgh who asked NBC News to only use her first name, saw Sluris' video and said she had a lot of feelings about it. She felt it was really ignorant and selfish, but she said most people are ignorant and selfish, especially at, like, 18 to 22 years old. Molly, 22, went on spring break before the pandemic was declared. (laughs) Outside (laughs) of the range of stupidity
1: that she established. (laughs) Molly, you are my spirit animal.
0: She's awesome. She went on spring break before the pandemic was declared, which happened during her trip. At the time of the video, she said, I don't think most people were considering the gravity of a pandemic, and I think that needs to be taken into account before we shame and ridicule these people, including her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. So we have to Molly... take some things into account, and then we okay. can ridicule.
0: Yes, okay. let's.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say some things. Oh, no, I'm not. I was just taking a moment to <laughs> hold some things into account so that if I ridicule Molly later, I can say, well, I followed your advice, Mall," and like I'm there. But no, because... <laughs> This she, these words that she is saying, I could be saying. Like, oh, totally. I totally get this.
0: Yeah, she's she's right. She's only twenty two, but she's right. So, um, I think you have some background information though for us on Brady.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, and so, uh, the all right. So, I have, I have a couple of things about okay. about the situation, cool. right? So, first of all, it was not only spring break; it was St. Patrick's Day.
0: Oh, oh, oh,
1: yeah, March seventeenth, 2020. Um, I thought it
0: was March nineteenth. Oh, I could be wrong.
1: uh, well, all I can say is that, uh well, so here's what happened, right? This is why I yeah. think this event happened on March seventeenth. I did not research it that much. I just took what one girl said as being the the date, right um, and she was from New Orleans, so she knows holidays. Right? But then their holidays do tend to run over a couple of days. So <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe it wasn't idea. Could be. But okay, so whatever. It's St. Patrick's Day week. Let's say that, yeah, right? right? It's spring break. Um, and CBS National News, this wasn't even like the local news. This is like CBS Evening News, had gone down to Fort Lauderdale to do a what's happening with spring break and, and coronavirus, right? And they happened upon... Uh, Poor, poor Brady Slutter. And he says what he says, right? What he said wasn't any more stupid or short-sighted than what anybody else they interviewed in that segment said.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Right?
1: Um, Right. And as proof, I present Shelby Cordell. This will be a direct quote. And I'm okay. going to try and do it in in, in Shelby's voice, right? Okay. <clears throat> so, pardon me. me Shelby's me, me. a she? Shelby is a she. Uh, she's very much a she, I will say. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Right? And so, yeah, we planned this trip a long time ago. It was kind of up in the air if we would still go, but, like, we're here. I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party. So, <laughs> it's kind of disappointing, but we're just making the most of it. We met these other people in our little Airbnb spot, so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes. (laughs) Shelby is a musician. Oh. And she has several albums out on SoundCloud um, and Spotify, as does our boy, Brady. Brady Slutter? Wow. I keep yeah, wanting to Brady. call him Shelby because she's hypnotic. She is day glow, cotton candy, pop music. Do you, really? you watch the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills?
0: I have seen it, yes. You have
1: seen it, right? If I yes. said Erica Jane, would you be like, oh yeah? No. Oh, oh gosh, you haven't seen it in a few years then.
0: No, I haven't. Oh,
1: okay. So if <laughs> I said, I'm trying to think of, of, of another version of it, but um, Imagined a watered-down Mariah Carey. Okay. Yeah, kind kind of like that. Very poppy. Um, I went in expecting her music to be horrible. And surprise, surprise. It wasn't great, but Mm -hmm. it's slightly mockable. It's fine. Right? Uh But in that way that I could mock anything on the radio. So I was a little bit surprised. As I was with our boy Brady, right? I keep calling him our boy. Um,
0: He is our boy. I feel like he's like a a son to us. He's
1: 22. And he just (laughs) wandered in front of a camera. And he said what he said. Yeah. He wasn't any worse than anybody else there. Right? Yeah. He's the only one that said, if I get Corona, I get Corona. Right? Right. Um, And let's see. Um, So I, I did look a little bit into... Brady's background Um, Mm -hmm. not much there which is fine Um, and Mm -hmm. also very standard very generic he could be any one of my cousins Mm -hmm. or any one of my cousins children Mm. or any one of my cousins grandchildren. (laughs) <laughs> you can stop me at any point. No, yes, go, no, no. no. Get, get your there's cousins. no
0: way. I was I was right. thinking, you know, the the yeah yeah. I was going to go to
1: great 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 grandchildren to see if oh, you would no. like stop me there. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> Let's be like sure. And so Brady's twenty two. He's from Milford, Ohio, um, and Milford was founded in 1796. So you know, all American <laughs> city, right? Uh, little tiny place. It's uh, in Ohio along the Little Miami River. It's part of the Greater Cincinnati Metropolitan Area, population of six hundred six thousand people. Right? Um, there are five ethnic groups. It's ninety one percent white. It's three uh, percent non Hispanic. It's two percent uh, black or African American. It's like three percent
0: non Hispanic.
1: Yeah, two two plus percent non Hispanic. What does that mean? I uh, I don't know. Um, okay. Let me. I'm kind of skimming this. So. Um, Well, Juliet, I will tell you exactly that (laughs) white non-Hispanic comprises 91.8% of the town. White Hispanic, I probably skipped over that, uh, was 3% of the town. 2% is non-Hispanic, no explanation. Uh, Black or African American people are just over 1%. And then Asian people are less Uh, than 1%. 0% of the people speak non-English as a language. Really? Yeah. So, I don't believe that. I mean, according to Wikipedia... Um, jeez, ...or a, a degree so immeasurable that nobody <laughs> can calculate the number. What a weird place to live that would be. Um, 99% of the population are U.S. citizens. So huh. it's okay. Trump country is what I'm saying, right? In uh, my mind, like it maybe it's not. Right. right. Maybe there's flags of AOC on every street pole, <laughs> but you know there's not. Um And The town When first surveyed By John Nancaro In 1788 He said Oh wait no He didn't say it uh, This is somebody who wrote a book in 1880 Sorry okay this is boring but I get to say this fun word okay. um, So this is a quote from a book By Lewis Everts in 1880 Explaining this town Milford right No wonder, then, that it struck with rapture the quaint and eccentric John Nancaro, who had surveyed it uh, on May 28, 1788, as Dutch Burgermeister. Uh, It tended to found a city that should become the future metropolis of the West. And, uh, you know, that whole Western expansion period, every fucking square foot of America that was discovered was going to become the future gateway to the West, the future metropolis of the West, right? So not a surprise that in the 1800s, people thought that Milford was going to become this place. Um, It did not. So he's from that town. And in that town, nothing bad happens. (laughs) <laughs> there's no, there's no COVID. There's no coronavirus. Of course, you go on spring break, and of course, you go to Florida. Why yeah, not? Right. right. Where else would you go? Where else would you go? um And so, as you can tell, I have a lot of sympathy for Brady uh because yeah. I have been Brady many, 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 many times in my life where I just said the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> but it's how I was feeling in that moment. Sure. Five days later, Brady issued his apology. Um, and so that's kind of it for Brady. That's kind of it for his background. Um, but I did go to his Instagram account and did find out that he is a musician, um, which was surprising to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so I listened to some of his music. You Um, did? I did. I
0: didn't even think about doing that.
1: And I, well, that's because I'm a better student than you are. You're
0: a stalker is what you
1: are. (laughs) Oh, oh no. Believe believe me, Brady's not. Anybody that I could have babysit, babysitted? (laughs) Babysat? Babysat. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. I actually teach English sometimes online to people. (laughs) It's funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true. (laughs) Those poor people are babysitted everybody. Uh, so, so I listened to Brady's music, and I'm not that's just not a genre I'm into, right? Yeah, it's gotta yeah, be really yeah. exceptional to hit my radar. Um sure. but I know that you are. And so yeah. I thought we would take some sort of a little commercial break, a clicker break, Alrighty. if you will. A uh, break. So that you can yes. listen to it. And everybody, I would, I would encourage you to go on to spotify or apple music or soundcloud or wherever Check you go out brady and look for slud one because <laughs> that's his artist name uh-huh all right so let's take our break
0: okay It's not horrible it and it, not the not horrible is just, it's not my kind of rap but it's not bad
1: i mean it's yeah
0: it's not bad yeah
1: i i'm there with you for it's a white not guy bad. from a
0: 91 percent 99 percent white Ohio. town pretty good gotta say
1: uh yep i don't and think i would
0: choose to listen to it but um overall i give props to brady Sluter, slutter whatever his name is well, you. Know, I mean, Same hey, one.
1: you're 22. You're you're starting yeah. your thing. You're doing your thing. You're artistic and all that. So that is cool. I I'm all into that. Hats off. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I will say the song's called "If I Never Make It." The the song I had you listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a little more confidence there, dude. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. yeah. And and my other. Very strong criticism is it's, it's Eminem-esque. I have heard this before. Sure, sure. Uh, And so good that you're following Eminem's path, but you know, and I, I, every writer who ever starts off, starts off imitating another writer. Yep. And he's right. only
0: 22, so he's kind of exactly. got to do that. He's not got Him. any real-life experiences or anything yet.
1: From Milford, Ohio? Right. Right. So. Exactly. I mean, if he wants to write a Stephen King, uh, Children of the Corn, he's probably got that yeah, he sort of do experience. That. But, I mean, right. he talks
0: about loving his parents in the rap, and, and that's kind of where you're coming no from. Nobody raps love their parents. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure his parents um. were thrilled.
1: So. Well, I mean, hey, you know what? Uh, he's out there. He's on SoundCloud. Uh, he's on Spotify. Yeah. Um, and so, I did want to take a quick. Le- I wanted you to hear that because I wanted to give him a a real shot yeah. at impressing you. Or right. it, that's that's his music, right? But the intro to that album is where he talks a little bit in a very roundabout way. About his experience in Fort Lauderdale and his national embarrassment mm-hmm. as the face of the—is he a Zoomer? He must be Somehow. a Zoomer. He wouldn't be a millennial, right?
0: Oh, a Zoomer. What? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I—I I don't. And I'm Gen X, so I don't care.
0: He might be um, Alpha Generation Alpha. I don't know.
1: No, I don't know. No, there can't be.
0: He's 22. Who cares? Yeah, right.
1: Who cares? Right. Who cares? <laughs> um, but so from his intro, and the reason I didn't have you listen to the intro is it's very clunky. It's very, it's very childish. It's very sincere. um, And, and we like to mock things like that. So, um, so you had a chance to listen to his real music. I'm making this super long. Why am I doing that? Because I don't want to read this next bit. Here we go. Right. And mind you, Eminem ripoff. So it's, it's spoken, not rapped. Um, From his intro, it's been one hell of a ride. Let me just say that. 2019 was crazy. 2020 was just worse. You know, I've been through a lot this year. I've learned a lot. It's time to put in that work and show everybody what I've been doing. I've been locking myself in my basement four and five hours a day just trying to make this album. I know I've been distant lately, but I promise you all that I'm back and I'm here to stay. It's time to push out with that old and push in with that new. You hear me. Everything is a mindset. Everything is your headspace. However you are feeling, whatever is down, whatever is bad, you got to find a way to push out that love and energy. And then it goes into a rap, which huh. I'm very specifically not going to do. So <laughs> I like the words. Yeah, it seems like I a good I like cue. the feeling, right? right? It's intelligent person mm-hmm. here, says some good things. Eminem, imitative. Right. 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 Uh, Cool. That seems to be my harshest criticism. Don't imitate M one.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's that imitative imitative of Eminem because Eminem is so good. But um but I understand well, your
1: point. So I'll just say if Eminem's artistic name had been Marshall Mathers, uh huh. This would be the music that he would be doing. Well, as he did Marshall, do music Mathers. Under
0: Marshall Mathers.
1: I've never heard of that, so oh, yeah, it must totally be there. Has. <laughs> oh. So it's proving my point. I'm yeah. even writer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, speaking of the, um, his intro, where he talks about what he's been through in 2020, he um, felt he certainly was shamed and ridiculed by a number of people, and as a result, um, pretty quickly after the video went viral, I think just like four days, he apologized on his Instagram. And his apology, um, which I have right here, if I can pull it up, it says, I would like to sincerely apologize for the insensitive comment I made in regards to COVID-19 while on spring break. I wasn't aware of the severity of my actions and comments. I'd like to take this time to own up to the mistakes I've made and apologize to the people I've offended. Like many others, I have elderly people who I adore more than anything in the world and other family members who are at risk, and I understand how concerning this disease is for us all. Our generation may feel invincible, like I did when I commented, but we have a responsibility to listen and follow the recommendations in our communities. I will continue to reflect and learn from this and continue to pray for our well-being. I deeply apologize from the bottom of my heart for my insensitivity and unawareness of my actions. And uh, that was his Instagram apology. And then not only did he say that, but he went and commented on his um, Instagram to that apology, saying, I've done a lot of things in my life that I'm not proud of. I have failed, I've let down, and I've made plenty of mistakes. I can't apologize enough to the people I've offended and the lives I've insulted. I'm not asking for your forgiveness or pity. I want to use this as motivation to become a better person, a better son, a better friend, and a better citizen. Listen to your communities and do as health officials say. Life is precious. Don't be arrogant and think you're invincible like myself. I've learned from these trying times, and I've felt the repercussions to the fullest. Unfortunately, simply apologizing doesn't justify my behavior. I'm simply owning up to my mistakes and taking full responsibility for my actions. Thank you for your time, and stay safe, everyone.
1: Heart. I know we're not talking about the apology yet, or yeah, I guess we maybe can. we are now. We can. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I mean... Yeah, I feel for you, guy. That was a good apology. That was a good, apology. Was it a was good, a good apology. apology.
0: The thing that frustrates me about this podcast is that we look at people's apologies, but we can't tell if they've gone on after the apology to improve. So, like, I, I looked up Brady Sluter to see if he went on spring break this year or was going on spring break this year, and I couldn't find anything. And he's a private citizen, and that's fine. He deserves to be anonymous but um anonymous whatever
1: but um yeah i mean he's a he's a recording artist well that's so, true
0: he's a recording artist man, he wants to be famous figure. so maybe you're right maybe you're right oh
1: shit and we're podcasters no he's totally a private <laughs> citizen and everybody needs to leave him alone
0: <laughs> that's right everything i've ever done is now up for examination by the public
1: oh jesus isn't it
0: <laughs> so i think that, that was one a great time apology at band camp. yeah right, right. um he, he hits all the buttons for the apology. He says he's sorry. He takes full responsibility for his actions. He says what he's going to do to be a better person. He says he wants to be a better person. He, he's not trying to, um, as he says himself, uh, he's not trying to justify his behavior. And uh, that's pretty much everything that makes a good apology. Uh, so the only thing that we, do, we, we can't tell is if he actually did do anything to follow up on this. But, you know, I'm guessing he probably has.
1: Well, I'll say that it came out in his intro. You can right. you can feel that he's processing that experience, and yeah. that what he's learned is uh, sometimes in the face of adversity, your only strength comes from within.
0: Yes, right. And that right. will
1: be on our t shirt. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. Get another t shirt from. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Totally. <laughs> So 100%. yeah, good
0: for you, Brady. Um, we we like we like you. We like you. We like what you did. We like your rap, pretty much. You know, considering that you're only 22, and uh, we're not rap experts, so uh, we're not. Well, medical. You're
1: more. I'm not. I know at more all. about rap
0: than you do. Yeah, I'll admit that. In a way. So, um, but not only are we not rap, and experts. and I wouldn't
1: brag if I were you about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just said we're not rap experts, and you're the one who said I was.
1: So, <laughs> so therefore, you are.
0: Therefore, I am. So not only are we not rap experts, but we're not medical experts either. Unless you've gotten <laughs> your medical degree minute, in not? the last week. Uh, have you gotten your medical degree? I haven't.
1: I I actually completed it last year. I mean, how oh my god, you god online? No, of course, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ITT Tech.
0: Yeah, well, ITT is. I was just reading how is it ITT or IIT is a big thing in India. It's IIT. It's a different thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. ITT. All of those degrees were completely worthless. Yeah. And there's a whole lawsuit thing that's happening around them. Oh my god. They used to advertise on TV as a legitimate university too. So. Wow. Dang.
0: We should have started a university. Too late now.
1: It only cost seven million (laughs) dollars. I mean, if you'll remember, we
0: can get some loans. Um, So anyway, speaking of not being medical experts, uh, it seems to me that uh, back to spring break, it's not the outside going to the beach aspect of spring break that's a problem, but the restaurants and the bars and eating and drinking inside. So last year during spring break, there were some restrictions against restaurants and bars in Florida, but this year they're actually required to be open at least 50%. Um, last year people were calling for governor DeSantis to close the beaches in Florida too, but that probably wasn't necessary given our current understanding that transmission is likely outside with social distancing, but that wasn't necessarily understood at the time. There was a lot of nervousness and uncertainty around transmission. So the, the key thing is that governor DeSantis really refused to do anything about COVID at the time. And, um, as we'll see, he's, he's doing even worse this year, um,
1: COVID has now killed. Oh, he's furthered the politicization of a public health crisis. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, COVID has now killed over 500,000 Americans, I think 530,000 approximately now. And the CDC um, has recommended against all travel, but similar pictures and videos of spring breakers as to last year, with no masks or social distancing in sight, are being seen again. Um, even as Florida hit a peak number of new cases in January, the state has been in its third phase of reopening since September, meaning restaurants and bars can be opened at at least 50% capacity and an executive order from the governor, Ron DeSantis, who is of course a Republican actually bans local COVID-19 emergency orders from reducing the capacity of bars to below 50%, except in rare exceptions and local governments also cannot enforce mask mandates, which has pissed off some mayors in the state. Um, How much to relax restrictions is confusing for me. Uh, California is lifting restrictions in 13 counties in the state beginning today, which is March 14th, and another 13 counties are expected to move out of restricted tiers by Wednesday. LA County hospitalizations are at the lowest point in four months with hospitalizations under 1,000. But that is after the surge from the holidays. Um, there are 3,250 people hospitalized statewide in California, which is less than, uh, which is a drop of more than 85 percent since the peak around 22,000 in early January. But this doesn't even take into account what's known as long COVID, um, and there are estimates that 24 percent. That's almost a quarter of women with COVID-19 and 21% of men continue to experience symptoms 5 weeks after they tested positive for the virus and nearly 10% had symptoms 12 weeks later. And those just aren't necessarily symptoms like the flu. Those are symptoms like lung failure or kidney failure or something like that. I mean, it's so serious shit. So um, uh,
1: It's quite I mean uh, yeah, it's it's just that gamble of oh yeah okay I might get it and maybe I'll be asymptomatic and of course nobody ever thinks they are going to die so right. if you get COVID you're the one that will be asymptomatic right of course you won't be the one that's in the hospital for nine months
0: right 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 and you won't be the one going home and giving it to your grandparents or your even your kids I mean there's like um, some percentage now I think there's like a thousand people dying a week who are between sixteen and 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 uh, Twenty-four or something. I don't know what the ratio or the numbers are, but it's it's terrible. Um, So reopening this week in. Those 13 California counties are malls, indoor dining, gyms, churches, nail salons, massage parlors, museums, zoos, and movie theaters. And they've based this on the number of COVID cases per 100,000. But that doesn't seem to take into account that as people go back to gyms, restaurants, and nail salons without vaccinations, It's going to fucking spread. Exposure will go up and the case number will increase. And my friend... People are going to lick doorknobs because they are Americans and they believe in freedom. (laughs) And our governor, Governor Newsom, said on Wednesday that at least over the next few weeks, access to vaccines would remain scarce. So as I found out, it's impossible to get a vaccination practically. Um, And I'm not of the age that is currently being vaccinated. But even if I go in and look, pretending that I'm 65 and over, I can't get an appointment So I don't know how anybody's doing it right now. Um, it's, it's, it's really hard to get vaccinated here. And in other States, people are vaccinating everybody. I think like in Texas, now you can get vaccinated. Is that right? No matter who you
1: are. Well, uh, so, so I don't quite know the answer to that, which is weird because this is where I live and I've been vaccinated. So I know that, um, they just reduced it to people 50 years and older, um, but there's an issue in Austin where there's not enough vaccines. So they're not even out of the 1B category, right. which is like age and comorbidities. Right. Um, and, and so, right. However, like I've said, uh, I know two, four people who have driven an hour and a half outside of Austin to a small rural town to get vaccinated. No problem. Right. Loads right. of vaccine, tons of appointments.
0: Are they still like sticking it to the blue the blue states and the blue cities do you think or why do you think Austin is having trouble getting vaccines?
1: Oh, great question. Well, uh I think vaccines are now being distributed through a federal plan, so I wouldn't imagine that there's mm. any political shadiness going on. Yeah. Um unlike in Florida where the vaccines went out to the wealthiest communities um and DeSantis is I mean uh, there's going to be so many political hearings about what politicians did and and the corruption and the blah and the political favoritism and all that. I don't think that's what's happening in Austin. I and I also don't know because uh, the minute I got my shot, I just quit paying attention. Thank
0: God. I'm so glad you got vaccinated. Yeah, I've oh been trying God, to find too. out why the um, the, it, the vaccines are so hard to come by in California. And there are no news articles about it that I can find. And it, I find that really interesting. Um, why is no one tracking down why we can't get vaccinated? Um, but in any event, um, there are still more than 65,000 new cases a day on average in the United States, which is similar to last summer. So we're not really going down. We're just going down from the surge. Um, And there are now more contagious variants of the virus in the country. Um, So it's likely that the case counts will go upwards again. Uh, And the director of the CDC, whose name is Rochelle Walensky said earlier this month that she was really worried about the rollbacks of restrictions in some states. And she said that with the decline in cases stalling, so the decline in cases has gone down since the uh, surge, but is not going down further than last year's numbers. Um, And with variants spreading, quote, we stand to completely lose the hard-earned ground we have gained, unquote. And as of now, 11% of people in the U.S. are fully vaccinated, and only 21% have received even one dose. So it's not at a point where there's um, herd immunity. And it's still not safe. And I don't know why things are being opened up again. It's really frustrating to me to see this happening. It just seems stupid. And I guess the reason is because for financial reasons.
1: Well, I mean, we've gone this far, right? And I just kind of feel like, wow, if we could just hold off for like, like another, another four weeks. month or something, right? Yeah. Just, things would be much that. better. Just that. Yeah. Maybe, right? right? Um, and so my fear, and I think this is a fear that's shared by Everybody is that with all of this being footloose and fancy free, yeah. a new variant's going to get cooked up. There's already a variant that's a combination of British and South African variant, which I think uh, um, I'm loving using this word cooked up, so I'll just keep using it. <laughs> that was cooked up in California. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's something, there's some other variant in New York, I think. That I just recently heard about this recently, as in this morning, on a news, political news podcast. So they didn't go into like, what's this New York variant and and whatever. I just kind of like, um, yeah, I don't know. And here's, so here's what I think, right? Why are they doing it? Why are they opening everything up? Is, is it for the economy? Sure, Right. Probably. But then I think there's also just some calculus that's going on where it's like, you know what, for a week, we're going to have some people running around getting sick. Oh, the, you know, the infection rate's going to go up, Dying. but we're going to have tons of vaccine in two weeks. Yeah. So well, all right, why not? Right. Mm. They kind of probably feel like they're at, they're at the races, the gates getting ready to lift. That's not a metaphor that makes any sense at all. But um that's, uh, that's kind of what I think, and then the other thought is that, you know, government's controlled by humans, and our political overlords are just as tired as we are of being locked in and locked down. And but I'm not know, going
0: anywhere. I'm not leaving my die. house. I mean, I'm supposed to go to the pharmacy today to pick up a prescription, but I don't think I'm going to do it because I'm just I'm just sick of going to the pharmacy for one thing. But I don't. I, you know, it's it's not particularly safe to go, to go into businesses.
1: So, maybe uh, especially I'm si- cautious, businesses but... where sick people go,
0: right? Totally.
1: Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> our our doctor caught COVID. James went to see um, our physician for his annual checkup, and he James came back uh, and said, "Yeah, I saw our doctor, and uh, he caught COVID." What? And I was not surprised. Well, no. I mean, no. Of course not. Because he spends all day with sick people. Exactly.
0: Yeah, how can not catch COVID. COVID? I mean, how do, how, right, do exactly. how does everyone in the medical industry not have COVID? Is my question. Yeah.
1: And so I totally appreciated uh, the COVID update. That sounds a little not sensitive to say. That's like the weather update. I don't
0: know what you're but, talking about. N-
1: well, how you just explained how there's this reduction in and mandates, rules, yeah. laws, restrictions. And, yeah. Yeah. Right. And and. The potential next wave that, yeah. that, that could create, yeah, and something that um, I don't want to think about, right? So, I'm going to talk about something completely unrelated to COVID. All right, I'm going to talk about, yeah, um, I am going to talk about my feelings because I would say in all of us, you know, Brady, I totally accept your apology, yeah, totally fine. We will rate it. One to 10.
0: Let's do it now, one to ten. Oh, I give it a, a ten. solid 9. I give it a 10.
1: All right, cool. We're All both right. at the high end of the spectrum. And it's not a PR move because, you know, again, this is my ignorance of the rap industry, but I would expect that that within that industry, you wouldn't apologize for breaking a law or you know, living right, your right, life, right? right? Necessarily. So,
0: yeah, you'd be like, so "Man, I'm doing my thing."
1: Genuine and sympathetic. Um, but I do hold CBS News accountable and a couple of things here I'll be interested on your thoughts okay so number one yeah the news has the right to go and report the news and Mm -hmm. it is news that a ton of people are in spring break mode Mm -hmm. at the beginning of of a epidemic pandemic crisis whatever right when things are starting to get shut down Um, and and so I'm going to try and knit some points together here this is going to sound real all over the place hopscotchy but but I'm gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I do, and then you mm-hmm. can you can judge me and tell me like, "You beautiful quilt you knitted, Theo." <laughs> you don't knit quilts, Theo. All these disparate points. <laughs> so, uh, spring break, it feels like this American tradition, this rite of passage. Mm-hmm. If you go to college, you get to go on spring break. You get spring break, right? Sure. And. I spent mine sitting at home, getting drunk, watching the BBC. Sure. Because I was 40. Sure, sure. When I went to college, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's what I did. Um, Other people go places and do things, right? So spring break really didn't officially start until 1938 in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And why Fort Lauderdale? Why Fort Lauderdale? in 1928, Fort Lauderdale built an Olympic-sized swimming pool and University swim teams would meet in Florida to use that pool uh-huh. because you're you're breeding you're not breeding a lot of Olympic champions you're you're training that's the word <laughs> I wanted to use that meant an ing Jesus um you're you're you know your swim coach takes you to the big swimming pool that happens to be in Florida right yeah. along with a couple of other dozen universities that also have swim teams yeah. and This built into this athletic collegiate, um, scene that happened during spring break week. Well, so not so much a party, right? Because these are athletes and these are athletes there to train. They're They're athletes who are swimming that sure. When you're 20, you can go out and get totally plastered and the next day. You can wake up and you were perfectly fine. And I am just going to say Gen Z enjoy it while it lasts because that shit goes away. Yeah. Um, And then if you so much as look at a glass of wine on Wednesday night, you're hungover on Thursday. And by look, I mean drink. And by glass, I mean bottle. Um, So let's see. I have to derail myself a little bit here because uh, it's going to get a little luxury, but not really. So by 1938, the, the swim team scene was big and friends of the athletes were going with their athletic friends to watch them compete in these non-official swim training meets, right? Yay, University of Nebraska beat Iowa. Yay, the University of New Mexico beat some other yay, right? Cool. And the friends who aren't athletes are the ones who are going out partying and meeting people and having fun, right? And so that sort of starts Fort Lauderdale as becoming this hot spot for university students to go on spring break. Then in 1960, there was a movie release called Where the Boys Are, ah, which yes. is, ah, we've all seen it. And if you haven't seen it, you should see it because I think, does a girl get pregnant in there?
0: God, I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen it. I have no idea well, what happened.
1: let's just say that Where the Boys Are is going to have some moral about Mm -hmm. how you shouldn't go on spring break (laughs) and only whores go. (laughs) Only whores wear bikinis. Oh, my God. Becky, everybody (laughs) knows that. Um, Okay, so uh, Where the Boys Are was a coming-of-age film that followed four college women during their spring vacation. And just like everything in postmodern society, reality reflects art. Spring Break became a really big deal and... In 1986, MTV launched its Spring Break special from Daytona Beach, Florida. When was that? And
0: 86? In 86. Okay. I remember right? that.
1: I totally remember that because uh, we were in high school and MTV was the only thing I watched We were on, not in high school in on 1986. TV. Oh, you're right. Was Maybe I was... It was after high school. It I was, was after high school, but then just barely. Yeah. Why do I think I remember beach party stuff when I was in high school? But... But you're you're totally right. Girls Gone Wild
0: was that? Oh my
1: God! We graduated before 1986. (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) (laughs) mother. Let's um, move on. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, All right. So, spring break gets kind of institutionalized into American culture. Um, It's not even. It's 90 years old. Around uh, by 2021, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah early
1: almost a hundred, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's weird that 1938 doesn't sound that long ago to me. But then when I start doing some math, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but okay. So it's uh, so it's an American tradition, and and it plays to young people getting their freedom from university, and it's a again a rite of passage. There's also at the same time, layered into this story, this idea of, I call it the mortality gland, but that's not Mm -hmm. it. That's just what I call it. Right. And, and it's the fact that the prefrontal cortex continues to develop until you're 25. And that's a sliding scale. So for some people, development happens a bit earlier, 21. For some people, it's 25. You're you're somewhere within there. And the prefrontal cortex is responsible for risk assessment. Mm. And so that's why 17-year-olds will skateboard down the freeway backwards wearing dark at midnight because whatever right it's this it's it explains why we we being adults say teenagers feel invincible and they don't understand they can hurt themselves right and that's why a lot of teens get hooked on drugs and and do very risky things just simply because the part of the brain that says cost benefit analysis oh i'm going to hurt myself mm-hmm. isn't there mm-hmm. really fully developed right uh, maybe intellectually you could say aha if i were to jump off of a 25 foot cliff i might break my leg but emotionally you don't believe that you're going to spring up like Superman and it's going to be great. It's going to be the most awesome fucking jump of all time. <laughs> right.
0: And now so, i will go down the stairs <laughs> right,
1: right. with both hands on the rail. That's right. It's by inch, like that's fucking right. Everest in my household. <laughs>
0: and I have to and have I live socks in a house of 80 feet. stairs.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Actually. Hold on to that. Um, that's a great idea. Okay, so so we've got these kids who are really essentially kids. Um, they don't quite fully understand what it is they're doing because their brains aren't. And not everybody's brain is at the same stage of development, right? They're legally adults, so they are allowed to go out in public and they're allowed to drink, right? Um, <laughs> yes. And then, oh yeah, because they're adults. Um, and CBS <laughs> News goes down and. Turns on a camera and interviews these kids, right? And these kids yeah. get a lot of, a lot of internet anger directed at them. Um, Shelby Cordell, who I mocked earlier in our podcast for being a cotton candy pop star. And I mean, she is. She's she's a very cartoony look. Her, her caricature, her performance, right, is, is very blonde, blown out hair, pink, whatever, right? I mean... Mm-hmm. Sweetheart, princess of pop, is, is what she's going for. Um, and her voice is fine. It's uh, you know mm-hmm. way better than my voice. Um, and she received hate mail. She received uh, direct messages on Twitter. She got things like you know she should die. Her parents should die. She should Come die on the street. They shouldn't give her a bed in the hospital if she gets ill. Right? Yeah. And um. And, and that's hurtful, that's harmful, of course, right? Um, and And so Brady and Shelby, young kids, brains aren't there drinking, right? The news is going around asking people what they think. And here's where I take exception to all this, right. For a news crew to go around and ask a bunch of 20 year olds what they think, That's honestly like if I went out onto a playground and asked a bunch of third graders their opinions on ending world hunger, right? Well... Like the solution would be a shower of candy and cookies across the globe, and then everybody (laughs) would die of diabetes. And the third graders would just be like, listen, you asked us to fix this, and if you don't like candies and cookies, you don't have to eat them. You're welcome for your diabetes. (laughs) Okay. There we go. All right. Yeah, I know. That went nowhere. We might have to might have to click part of that
0: out. It didn't land as strongly
1: as I was hoping. I was really forcing that in there. I've learned a lesson. Sorry, America. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, so, uh, that's kind of that. I mean, I really feel like it's the news.
0: I think that it's unfair to ask drunk people their opinion on anything of any age. And I also think it's, um, I'm not going to start a campaign to require the news to make sure no one's drunk before they ask them any questions, but
1: I'll take down that web page. I
0: do think it's unfair. (laughs) And I also think that um, under 18, you probably shouldn't be interviewed and maybe you can't be legally, I don't know, um, without your parents' permission. But over 18, you're legally an adult. And I think um, I remember when I was 18 and 21, and while I wasn't fully functioning as an adult, I think I was functioning enough to take responsibility for myself. So I'm going to say it's okay to interview those people, but not if they're
1: drunk. Right, right. I'll, I'll say that. Um, and yeah, I think that's really the big issue there. It was taking advantage of people who were in a state... That, uh, you know, had they been sober, would they have said the same things? Yeah, maybe, maybe to their friends. Right. Right. But maybe not to a news camera. I mean,
0: they were clearly on spring break, so they were going to defend it no matter what. But yeah, but they probably wouldn't have said it on live television. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, the future of spring break, uh, according to, oh, who was it in Fort Lauderdale? Uh, let's see here. He sounded like he would know. Um, the future spring break is grayer. So um, here we go. We don't want to see a repeat of last year, said Steve Hayes, president and chief executive officer of Visit St. Pete Clearwater to the tourist board for St. Petersburg, right? Um What we want is a picture that says what a difference a year makes. So there's going to be stricter limits on group gatherings, mask mandates, restrictions at hotels and restaurants and bars. They're still going to allow people out. And kind of the idea is that we've been all living a year in Mm -hmm. a pandemic. And so social distancing is just now more a matter of course for more Americans than it was last March. Oh, yeah. But also more And older people have been vaccinated, and the number one thing they want to do is travel.
0: Yes. Yes. And you know what? That's so unfair because I want to travel. And when this is over, I do not want to travel with hordes of other people who want to travel. I want to travel by myself. So it's so unfair that right now when nobody's traveling, it's the perfect time to travel, but you can't. (laughs) 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 So so as soon as this is all done, or you know, as it as it gradually is becomes safer to travel and people start traveling, it's just gonna get more and more crowded. And I would say for the next year after the pandemic, it's it's just going to be impossible to get flights. Cuz oh, everyone's gonna wanna going to want to fly. It's going to be thousands be of dollars. Awful.
1: And right now, it I could fly from Austin to LA for 50 bucks.
0: Probably. Yeah. On a real airline. On a real airline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like I know. and
0: I know. If only it were safe to fly, I would totally be going everywhere, but yeah, it's just not possible. And that's I why I have airline it's...
1: friends and they are gonna it's totally safe. They're circulated, blah blah blah. Yeah, like, bullshit. No, not doing it. <laughs> sorry. It's a metal tube with recycled air. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> safe. No. So anyway. So who's sorry now for you?
1: Oh, oh my gosh. Well, okay, I am sorry now. Uh, I like my Um, I say this every podcast by now. I'm sure everybody knows. I like a theme. Um, So I traveled during COVID restrictions. I drove from uh, here out to California. And although I did wear a mask, because, you know, listen, I'm not trying to die everybody. So when I say I traveled, I didn't like spring break it in a group of a thousand people. I went to a friend's home and we wore masks inside for three days before we got bored with it. And we were like, all right, listen, if we die, we die. Don't tell anybody. Um, And it's not so much that I shouldn't have done that. uh, But I, I'll say that like, I don't throw stones at people who who do that. Mm -hmm. I throw stones at people who do that and don't wear a mask and don't socially distance Mm -hmm. and seem to just really want to catch COVID or spread it around. Um, so that's, that's where I would, uh, say I'm different than them. But at the same time, I think a purist might say, Hey, no, you're not. You're also an asshole. You should have stayed home. So I will just apologize to the purist out there and fuck you for calling me an asshole.
0: That's not much of an apology, Theo. I give that a two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't feel that insincere. I feel. I don't. I don't. It's not a thing for me. So <laughs> I guess it's that I don't feel sorry for it, but I'd say the only theme related one that it's like I have.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I have one I that's sort of travel related. So right, um, many, many years ago um, when I was dating someone who won't be named, um, he used to smoke a lot of pot and we drove to Nag's Head um, to the Outer Banks for a weekend or something. And, um,
1: and he the... forgot where he was going?
0: No. On the way back, we stopped at a, a Mexican restaurant and I had a couple of margaritas and I was driving because it was my car and I drive my car. So on the way back from uh, Nags Head or wherever we were, I think it was Nags Head, um, I was, we stopped at this Mexican restaurant and I had a couple of margaritas and he, being an alcoholic, had probably a lot more than that to drink. And um, I was speeding, as was my want at the time. I was probably 21, 22, maybe. Um approximately 20 maybe uh and we got pulled over by a cop and i had been drinking a little bit more than i probably should have and he had been drinking and not only that but he was drinking beer in the car in the passenger seat and he was throwing beer cans on the floor so as, he was you actually are
1: kidding
0: i'm 100% serious and as we were pulled over he was drinking a can of beer and he reached out the window and poured out the beer and uh, the cop obviously could see all this from behind us. And I was mortified and, and terrified. And um, I pulled over and the cop came up and was standing at my window and wanted to see my driver's license and registration. So I reached over to the glove compartment and pulled everything out of the glove compartment and was leafing through it, looking for my license and, or my registration and insurance or whatever. And as I was leafing through it, there I leafed through a baggie
1: of weed. Oh, my fuck. This just gets worse and worse. (laughs) Oh, just wait. If I saw this in a movie, I'd be like, oh, come on. And
0: I kept going through it, pretending that it wasn't there, because I was just like, what am I going to do? And I found the registration and whatever, and I handed it to the cop, and the cop was like, to my boyfriend, get out of the car. But I thought he was talking to me, so I got out of the car. And the cop had gone around to the to the my boyfriend's side of the car by this point, so I walked around to my boyfriend's side of the car. I mean, thank God this was like nineteen ninety or whatever, and not now, Um, or I would be on the ground at this point. But um, he he told my boyfriend, you know, it's a bad idea to have beer cans in the car. Somebody could get the wrong impression. And he wrote, "What does that
1: mean?" So, oh, I guess empty beer cans. They might think you were drinking in your car. Okay, right? okay, okay.
0: And then, yeah. and then he said to me, uh, "I'm going to write you a ticket. I'll be right back." And he wrote me a ticket, and he left. And I have never been so grateful to a human being as I even am to this day to that man because he could have taken my car, he could have arrested me, he could have arrested my boyfriend. It's fine, do it. But, um, but my boyfriend owes my former boyfriend owes me an apology
1: for that because that was bullshit. He totally, well, I mean, first of all, there's so much to say, but I thought you were going to say, and you had never paid that ticket yet. Oh, no,
0: I paid that ticket. <laughs> I paid that ticket so fucking fast, and I wrote a thank you note on the ticket.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is this is the difference that, like, had you been a guy?
0: Yeah, or black?
1: Well, black, you would have been murdered. I mean, they right? the just, right. I. Goes without saying that white privilege is completely a player, uh, but also is the privilege of being a pretty young girl driving right. a car, right? Because you know, yeah, of course, he and, was, he was definitely me, generous. I just would have been in jail, I'd be in jail to this day, yeah. Um, yeah, so how much okay, so if that happened to me, yeah, today, yeah, the person that I was with, yeah, I would break up with that moment
0: yeah i didn't
1: like they wouldn't even be drinking in my car right but i I know i know but that's today as a 26 year old as a 21 year old i probably would have allowed that to happen and Yeah. yeah i probably would have been the person with the beer can at my feet too
0: i did end up breaking up with him but not until much later
1: and for something completely innocuous, like he'd never put the lid back on the peanut butter jar? No,
0: he ruined my house. So I, I, I went to Italy for the oh. summer, and when I came back, he had been living in my house because of whatever reason. He had been living in my apartment, and he, would like, totally destroyed it. So that was the end for me. Totally I mean, legitimate. Also, yeah, he had been— uh- Uh, Let's not go there. (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) This is a podcast, not about my my former sex life or whatever.
1: (laughs) Um, Hey, we could have one.
0: (laughs) I could interview you. You could just
1: tell me how crap. It could be. To All the Boys I've Loved Before, that's a movie. My favorite right, never boyfriend. We'll
0: Perfect. <laughs> Between the two of us, we probably have enough information for a long time. So Jesus
1: Christ. I mean, we could easily put out 52 episodes. <laughs> I mean, no problem.
0: Let's not do that, though.
1: Let's not do that, right? Because my current husband.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your first husband.
1: Listen, first and only, um, legally, yeah. who's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Arsenic looks a lot like sugar. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, on that note, what? Nothing.
0: <laughs> I think we're Tell done for to today. So thank you, everyone, for listening to us. We have enjoyed this podcast very much, this episode. Um, I think we've covered all of our, our regular spots. Do we have any corrections? any um
1: how dare you I'm you mean are right? we writer about something than we were last <laughs> <Yeah>. week
0: <laughs> are we more right about well, something than we were
1: last week I'm, i will say this uh it, that this morning i woke up to a text between you and our producer where he corrected something about us and is going to edit it out of the show and yes but we don't need uh, to discuss about... that
0: because it's really embarrassing
1: oh i think it's great um,
0: <laughs> okay go it's...
1: ahead okay great uh so, although we are like at the—so, everybody, you can hang up now or, or go off because, you know, the podcast is essentially over, but this this is golden. So, in our last week's episode, which is yet to be released, um, our producer caught a factual error wherein we said that World War II was about fighting communism, basically something like that. And, you know, I'm going to say this. We speak to each other in a shorthand, uh-huh. and we know each other, Right. right. And so if you, if I say, hey, how are you feeling today? And you say, I'm kind of red. I know exactly what that means. (laughs) I don't need further explanation. Uh And if I do, I'm going to say something like, is it a brown red or an orange red? Right. Right. So we could, uh, so, so yes, you can say something completely inaccurate. (laughs) I could say something completely inaccurate. and We know the other one knows and we're just like trying to get to the point. And sometimes the inaccuracy is the point. Um, So... So I was quite surprised to find out that we were <laughs> allied with the communists during World War II, and I had a moment where I was like, I thought we were the good guys. Yeah. We were fighting with the... So the Germans were the good guys because they were fighting against the communists? Are we the bad guys? And then we remember when Germany invaded ones? Russia,
0: and that was a big disaster. So then we're like, oh, yeah, okay. We, uh, we were on the side of the, of the Russians. In World War Two, yeah, and we were thinking about World War One, though. That's thats why we said it wrong because we were thinking about World War One.
1: Sure, essentially the same war because you know, the, <laughs> were separated by a twenty-year gap, and the, and the causal, you know, World War One was never really ever settled, and yeah, that's sure. kind of it's on. all the same. Archduke of Ferdinand we're still, uh, still
0: fighting World War One, only it's in Iraq. Uh,
1: we're still fighting the Civil War. We're yeah, still fighting. Yeah, we're still fighting. <sighs> Yikes!
0: All right. Yes.
1: And on that note, we'll keep fighting for you, America and the world.
0: Happy spring break, America, and happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, oh yeah, happy St. This. Patrick's
1: Day. Yeah. We're gonna have to look at a calendar and try and like get a show that's in lined up with a holiday. Yeah,
0: that would be good. We did Christmas. That was good
1: we did but we did as an emergency bonus episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, let's 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 quit. We'll leave. So, thank you everybody. Happy day. Thank you. Bye. Thanks everyone. How do I turn this fucking thing off? What? Where's my mouse?